the views and opinions expressed on this podcast do not reflect the views of the Carolinas GCSA or the show sponsors. You are listening to Pulling Weeds, the official podcast of the Carolinas Golf Course Superintendents Association, brought to you by Simplot, a forward-thinking company committed to bringing next-level innovation and solutions to turf managers from coast to coast. Hey, and welcome to Pulling Weeds, the official podcast of the Carolinas Golf Course Superintendents Association. I'm Alan Knight, not joined by anybody today due to scheduling on my end. Campbell or Tim could not join me, so we're going to make it quick and brief and just remind you that if today you are listening to this episode, the day it comes out, still time to bid on rounds of golf at roundsforresearch.com. Today's episode is... The Carolina's GCSA Board of Directors, and I believe this has been termed the Director Sode. Enjoy. This portion of the Pullin' Weeds podcast is brought to you by Simplot Turf and Horticulture. Simplot is a global organization that prides itself in technology and innovation. Whether it's in the food services sector with the recent introduction of the new Sidewinder French Fry, or with the mining of phosphorus to yield products that help control wildfires, or providing you economical and effective product options for managing your turf grass. Simplot is proud to invest its resources into technology and innovation to ensure our market has a bright future with products that you can depend on year after year. Simplot, bringing Earth's resources to life. We got my man Alex Tolbert in here from Orangeburg Country Club. Country Club Orangeburg. Which one? Orangeburg Country Club now. Okay. Used to be. Yeah. Country Club of Orangeburg. Oh, you know. Yeah, it's 50 50. You're going to get it right or not. But Yeah, when we, uh, we got the new owners back in 09, they kind of, we re- reopened, they rebranded. So. Oh, and they rebranded that place in general. I mean, absolutely. It wasn't the same Orangeburg Country Club. Uh, this is the only one I've known. So, well, I mean, the don't get me wrong, the layout's the same, and it's great. I've loved that layout. But that clubhouse, what they've done with the clubhouse and the pool area and it's, the it's water park. The things, yeah, it's one of the things I tell people all the time looking at it, the clubhouse on the outside. Yeah, it just looks like a normal everyday clubhouse. You right. walk inside, it's some of the nicest finishings and fixtures I've ever seen. I'm, we had a member come back from Columbia Country Club right after the clubhouse was done. He was like, "You do you see the hinges on the door? Those are like tell me how nice the hinges were." I'm right. like, "No, I didn't look at the hinges on the door." But uh, Alex is on their board of directors here, and obviously, I'm gonna put you on the spot. You donate to rounds for research, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Good. Thank you. Every year, uh, this this year I actually did it myself because the years past the. Director of golf been doing it. He asked me, he was on vacation. He said, won't you just handle it for me? So I actually did it this year. Mr. David Lackey? Yes. That is not your average director of golf either. No, he is uh, in all kinds of things. So Yeah. I've learned a lot from drone stuff from Mr. Lackey. Right. You know, he's a smart technical well, guy. If I have a phone issue, a computer issue, yes. if I have any issue whatsoever, you know, we have a whole IT department, but I go to him first. It must have been 10 or 15 years ago, right when he got to Orangeburg, that he, I mean, this is old school. There wasn't ring doorbell back then, but he had on his phone. He could pull up his house in Charlotte and look at a video. And I just, he's always tech savvy. But, mm-hmm. uh, your man Richard Brown's your one of your assistants. Yeah, he is my lead assistant, senior assistant. And who's your other assistant there? Jason Smith. Okay, I don't know if I know Jason. Obviously, it's been a lot of time with Richard and Richard and our buddies. So, and the day we're recording this, you and I got a meeting tomorrow in Columbia. That just got 
postponed. Oh, did it? Yeah. The Midlands? Rain all day tomorrow. So. Uh, well, we can still meet. We don't have to play. I wasn't <laughs> even going to play golf anyway. I was just there for the meeting. Right. I was told if I didn't show up for the meeting, I was in trouble. Yeah, you, you, you've you missed um, you've missed quite a few Midlands meetings. Being, a, you know, living in the Midlands, you have to come to at least one every now and then. I made the golf parts. Have you? Mid-Carolina did. Oh, yes. Yes, yeah. you did. Yes. Yeah, I know it's frowned upon just to do the golf and not the meetings, but you do a lot of coaching, don't you? I do. I've coached every, you know, uh, baseball and football for a lot of years. And last couple of years, I've just done football. So I'm um, still a high school football coach. Yeah. Uh, my son now plays in college at North Greenville. So getting from my game to his game Friday night to Saturday night is a little bit of a challenge. But uh, you're probably not enjoying it. Out. Gas prices aren't your friend right now. Yeah, no, it's not. Uh, not looking forward to the fall. So a lot of traveling. Absolutely. Mama enjoy it. She. When I was coaching him and he and we were together, absolutely, she was all about it. Now Good. it's you know she's she's kind of wanting me to kind of step back from coaching on Friday nights, which I understand. Um, yeah. But yeah. you know he's got three more years of playing college ball, so we're going to figure it out. Um, but no matter what, if once he's done, I'll probably go back. No matter if I if I don't do it or if I do do it, I will continue to do it. It's just something I enjoy. I hear you. What school? Orangeburg Prep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, first car you ever drove. Uh, 1982 uh, Z28 Camaro. T-tops, wow. red. Um, had it for about two weeks, and the engine blew up. Did, but Because it was a used car or because you blew it up? No, it was a used car. Um, it blew up, okay. and we ordered a new another engine, put a larger engine in it. Um, yeah, it was. Did you get a speeding ticket ever? A bit of a hot rod. No, I I kept I just backed into people because it had a pretty large blind spot. <laughs> um just uh, the way the the frame of the or the, you know yeah. the back uh, frame of the car, I just could I backed into two different people in parking lots. So that's far. I was uh, instructed to pull forward, you know, in all parking <laughs> yeah. lots after that. Where'd you grow up? I grew up in Hendersonville, North Carolina. Okay, yeah, uh, a mountain boy, right? That's, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Colby Engel Henderson went to high school with Colby. What about Earl from? Went to high school with Earl. Oh, man, yeah, that's there, quite a group. Yeah. Um, Jeff Corn for STI. Yeah, um, really. Yeah, oh yeah. There's there's a number of us, and then yeah, there were actually a bunch of guys in the business. Uh, Monty Coffee, who's at uh, yeah. Valentine Country Club. Really, um, guys are in the business, and then they've kind of some of them got out, some of them stayed in. But at one time, I think we were you know fourteen, fifteen strong in the industry, all from the same high school. That is impressive. Yeah. Very, and it's not just a it's a good group of guys too. Not just a oh no, flaky these, group. these are guys I grew up with, and you know, I'm, Colby and I played. I mean, we literally played elementary school basketball together. My dad was our coach in elementary school. I really? played basketball with Colby all, all he was, up. Colby's tall. He's probably a good basketball player, I would think. The thing is, he's, he was all, he was that tall, but he was always he was a lot smaller back then. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I got you. I got you. But, no, he, yeah, he was a good, good player, good shooter. Anything you want to say before I let you go back to the conference? Um, Seminars? No, I just uh, okay. always enjoy you guys' podcasts. Well, thank um, you. You know, I have a – I always say I have a five-minute drive to work every morning, so I don't get to caught up on all of them. <laughs> right, but when right. I do have trips like this coming up here to Raleigh, yeah. I always catch up on you guys. So. Well, thank you. I enjoy your friendship, man. I always Absolutely. enjoy hanging out with you. And thanks for being on the show. Thank you. All right. We've now roped in Mr. Billy Bagwell, our current Carolina GCSA president and former guest already. So we're going to – how are you doing, Billy? I'm doing fantastic. You Glad en- to be here. You enjoying the Southeast Regional Conference? And it's been awesome so far. Really, really good uh, meeting. Yeah, a lot of good info out there. Yep. Uh, how's your presidency so far? 
it's been a little chaotic. Yeah. Um, I've had, had quite a few events uh, pop up on me through through everything so far, but yeah. uh, all is well, and, and uh, we're, we're moving through pretty pretty well. Keeping the focus. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you got a lot of new things coming up on the horizon that I think we've been talking about through our meetings, and um, and then also just professionally um, back home, a lot of fun things coming up down the pipeline as well. So it's yeah. been it's been a good good balance of both. Is there a project coming up at Kellogg? Yeah, I got a uh, actually two weeks from now we uh, we start our renovation and uh, you know nine at getting, a time getting that going with the practice facility and the Magnolia Nine course and. Um, Trying to get the Bermuda to green up now so we can spray it out. <laughs> I hear you. That's the beauty. If so, are you only doing one course? Or are you going to do them all eventually? We're gonna, so it's a three year project. Yeah. So nine a year for three years, and um, and then we'll we'll be done. But it's great because it gives me some time to take time with the nine holes and get it grown in and be well. But also, well, the more importantly, it allows the membership to have eighteen holes to play. Yeah, no, I agree. That's the way of doing it. Are you? overhaul anything big you changing grasses can you say anything yeah sure it's a it's a it's a pretty encompassing project actually uh, we're we're changing out all the grass all of it okay. green, all the rough uh new cart paths changing out all, our old asphalt paths to concrete paths okay uh putting in xgd drainage on our fairways approaches uh new better belly bunkers wow uh new greens just taking five inches off the greens mix and then uh, getting it back down to the 12 inch layer uh, 12 inches of mix for the USGA spec and then putting yeah. in the mini verde back in on that and then expanding our tea complexes adding in some new four tees yeah uh, trying to you know give our membership a wider range of teeing ground to play from and Absolutely. so yeah it's a it's a pretty uh covering all the bases man that is big yeah. that's a lot lot yeah. to do um and you you're comfortable with it like you you've got your mind you're ready to rock oh, yeah. and roll we, we we've been talking about it and planning it for five years now with master planning with billy fuller and oh, wow. uh, and with the membership and yeah we're, we're ready yeah because obviously it'd be easier just to keep doing what you're doing right yeah it is but you know we we've um we've reached that point where our infrastructure is you know 30 plus years old um and the outside of the greens and the irrigation system it's it's time yeah and uh and that was the big selling point to the membership and and they understood that after we presented it to them and they were fully supportive of it and it's we're excited about it that's awesome man so pete pete gurdon mm -hmm. is this your vice president secretary treasurer secretary treasurer chuck's your vice president Chuck's my vice president man you got it you got i, I do, got the best one ever i don't know i'm just saying you you have to leave this thing as stable as it can be before <laughs> you turn over the ropes and it rains next year so uh what you got obviously you got your project but what's going on any association stuff you want to share or, or talk about obviously browns for research we yeah, rounds for research is big right now. You know, we're coming off of GIS, and um, you know, I think it's always important to remember the go uh, government advocacy stuff um, yeah. that that we don't really work on per se um, at our board level, but we keep in in touch with it with, from the GCSAA level. Um, with National Golf Day coming up, you know, that's a, a really important thing that I think we in the Carolinas kind of take for granted sometimes. Um, that yeah. is important, and uh, especially with um, actually we learned today that. Um, here at the USGA meeting that, you know, pesticide regulation and the scrutiny on that is, is happening. Coming, yeah. Um, yep. and you know, so we, it's important to keep, keep that at arm's length and yeah. making sure that we're protecting ourselves. Yeah. And I believe the, uh, it's virtual this year though, correct? It is. The golf day is virtual, which is, which is a shame. I've enjoyed, I always enjoy going to that up in DC and walking around and yeah. meeting and talking to the, to our representatives up there. But um, you know, but you can still get a lot done. And oh, yeah. I actually found out from uh, Bob Helena, who's big with the golf day thing, that um, 
Congressman, I believe Congressman Clyburn from uh-huh. South Carolina is going to be a guest speaker um, at the National Golf Day oh, nice. event uh, virtually this year. So we've got some South Carolina flair there. I do, I do miss the photos of you guys working. Yes. It's always so cool. The National Lawn or, you know, mm-hmm. National Mall. Um, well, Billy, thank you. We're not going to keep it too much longer. Yeah, happy to be here. Anything else you want to plug? This is opportunity. First car you drove. We already got that on your episode. So we don't first need, car I drove? Yeah, I think we. 1988 Honda Accord. I don't yeah. know if that was on there. Okay. Well, if it is now, it's on the record. Headlights. Flip, uh, flipped yeah, up? Yeah. Both of them flip up? Yeah. Uh, sometimes. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> sometimes yeah, it would be that one, the blinky. But anything else you can think of, Jim? Billy, thank you very much. Always right, a pleasure. I, <clears throat> okay. I do want to ask. You didn't go with better Billy Bunker just because of the name, no, right? No, did not. I mean, no. it was because of the product. It was because of the product. We okay. tried it out. We have one hole that has that. We've had it for three and a half years, and it's worked really well for us. So. Very good. Thank you, my man. No problem. That's great. Happy to be joined now by Mr. Brian Green, kind of our host facility, you know, our host superintendent here this week for Southeast Regional Conference. Brian, how are you? I'm doing great. Great, great day. Uh, yes. Had a great day yesterday, and um education today has been fantastic lots of uh very relevant topics um yeah it's uh it's good i want to got to start with the golf course yesterday what a challenging golf course (laughs) and the green complexes man they're beautiful great facility you know hands down before i get there it was rough it was tough some of these drop-offs you have if you don't, with the grass being dormant, there are hills. The false fronts, yeah, yeah. It, it goes. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So, it's kudos. It beat me. I didn't beat your golf course. <laughs> it beat me. Well, well. I mean, the golf course is. Uh, it's certainly challenging, but the more you play it, the more you learn how to play it, and you, yeah. and you know, you know where not to, not to be, or or where where not to try. You know. Right. I mean, oh, totally. Yeah. Uh, there was a there was a couple greens where I felt. And this is our first few holes, maybe four, five, six, seven, somewhere in there. Visually, where I thought a ball was twenty feet from the hole, and we get up there, and it would be six, seven feet. And then one time, I thought, oh, I, w- I was perfect, and I was just same place Chuck Conley was. I was like, I had totally two different shots, and and they kind of end up same place. And I just visually, from one hundred twenty yards, was different by the time I got to the green. It's yeah. Some, and then you got that one hole. What's the one hole? The huge green. Um, nine, ten. Oh, it's a par three. It's par got three. two levels. Oh, number two. Okay. Yeah. How big is that? Uh, it's probably nine thousand square foot. Maybe, maybe a little bit bigger. I assume that's very large. Yeah, yeah. Because the thing is humongous. Yeah. How long does it take to mow that? Uh, it, we, we when we when we walk mow, we send guys out with single mowers, and it it probably takes. 40 minutes to yeah, mow it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Right. I was thinking every bit of it because yeah, yeah. that's quite the, the, the complex. That that hole is, uh, you know, it, it's it's really – it's a fun golf hole because you, there's multiple ways to play it. Yes. And um, the – several years ago, the tour was here. They were thinking about moving a, um, a web.com event here. Mm-hmm. And uh, they didn't necessarily like that that green um, oh, because really? they felt like it was the pin placements were limited, especially on the back. You yeah, know? yeah. But um, it, it's it's really a fun golf hole to me. And uh, but you know there there is potentially a 
project on the horizon for us that would reroute that golf hole. Um, oh, oh, really? Yeah, and uh, that sounds like a project project. The green would be um, left of of uh, number three T, so it'd be routed like they originally wanted it routed. When the golf course was built, there was a um, proposed right away through the front nine, and they couldn't route that hole um, huh. like they wanted to. That's why you got to backtrack from that green to the next tee. But that that right away, um, we just um, within the past month or two, we just got our lease lines um re renewed and and updated and that right away is um no longer through the middle of the golf course so it kind of opens up some uh yeah some options for us so do you look forward to that potential project yeah is that a if, headache no i look forward to it if we can if we can get it done it's going to be really really big for our golf course and our golf teams and also um, put us in better position to host, you know, more yeah. prestigious events. Well, who makes that decision? At my place, it'd be the members have to vote on it. You don't have a membership voting on that, do you? No. So, I mean, being a, a state-owned golf course and, um, you know, university, there's lots of lots of um, hurdles to, yeah. to get over to get everything approved. Right. And Nothing. then also, you know, you got, you got um, funding. So, um, yeah. you know, that it's – it's you know it's a possibility it's it's not set in stone yet but how long have you been here Lonnie Pool nine and a half years how long has Lonnie Pool been here I uh, opened in two thousand nine so the golf okay. course has been open uh, uh, twelve and a half years man and you're an NC State graduate correct yep yep and yep from the area yeah grew up in Durham so um, twenty miles down the road which now they've they've almost grown together haven't they yeah mm-hmm. I mean really I mean because you got you got you got Carrie and Morrisville, that kind of touch, and Durham touches. Yeah, it's the whole area. You know, is a really fast growing area, and um, you know, I guess long range. They're saying that Raleigh is going to Raleigh and Durham and Chapel Hill and Greensboro are all going to end up. You know, really, yeah, man. Uh, and before we got on air, Brian was we talked barbecue, and he let me know Sam Jones Barbecue is this place to be. Right, that's the good spot. Yeah, it's it's legendary Eastern North Carolina barbecue. Yep. Um, and they they've got a they opened a place uh, a couple miles away uh, about a year and a half ago. They opened so try to hit that spot up yep. as, as much as I can if you're in town. So how far do you live from the golf course? Uh, I live ten or twelve miles. Okay. I can I can get here in in fifteen minutes. Okay, there because sometimes five o'clock on forty and four forty can be rough. Yeah, yeah, and I actually can get here without even getting on the highway. Okay, yeah. there you go. Yeah, there you go. It's, it's just as quick for me to um to take uh, back roads as it is getting on the highway. What was the first car you drove? Uh, I had a 1984 Toyota um, King Cab four-wheel drive truck, and nice. it was like when I got it, I thought I was, I was like, man, this is this is a dream, right? Had it less than a year. It was. It was the biggest piece of junk. <laughs> had had a, all kinds of problems, and uh, uh, and so I ended up getting a um, a ninety one S ten after okay. that. And smaller truck, S ten smaller. Now, nah, right? it I had a, to, a Toyota. Oh, yeah, Toyota okay. Tacoma. Gotcha, gotcha. And, okay, and got an S ten. Yeah, right, mm-hmm. right. Man, that's crazy. So we somebody earlier today asked them what the first car, and it was a Camaro, but the engine blew up like a month after they had it. So. <laughs> uh, you enjoying all the speakers in there? I mean, we're missing 
we got to get you in there for critical disease management. Yeah, I. I but you know those guys, Lee Butler. He's a North yeah. Carolina guy. Well, his his backyard and my backyard touch uh, touch. And I didn't. So I've been to Lake Wheeler Road facility. Yeah, your turf, your agricultural area, mm-hmm. twice. Mm-hmm. And this is how stupid I am. I literally thought we were twenty miles from campus. I didn't know that was on campus. Pretty much. I mean, we're yeah. close. Yeah, it's it's from the way the crow flies from here. It, it's. Uh, you know, a mile. Right. But I thought we were just kind of out in the country. And I yeah. had no, when when I was coming here yesterday to your golf course and said, turn on Lake Wheeler Road, I was like, wow, it's all right there together. So, yeah. 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 Did you spend a lot of time there when you were a student? Uh, that wasn't, that wasn't there when I was okay. a student. Their, their old turf field lab was over um, near the vet school, over near uh, Dorton Arena. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. We, we definitely yeah, have was, talked it was, about It was Dorton about Arena. a quarter mile. Down yeah. the road from uh, from the fairgrounds there. Man, so if you didn't listen, go back and into our San Diego GIS or conference and trade show where we talked about that and your grandfather. Great-great-great-grandfather? Great-grandfather. Yeah, great-grandfather. So. All right, uh, any words of wisdom you want to leave with the listeners before we get going to the next board member? Uh, it's just very refreshing to finally have this meeting and have everybody together and, yeah. I mean, everything's – fallen into place and been been great it's been it's made me very happy hosting and and uh, the way, way things turned out it's been, yeah been great nothing but smiles everybody's happy hanging out uh feels like it's been forever but yeah. I, want, I want another shot at your golf course i consider yesterday just a practice round yeah now, now i know so. well if you play with me I, I can i can be a pretty good caddy yeah i'm sure you can i bet you know all the secrets <laughs> brian thank you very much oh yeah thanks for having me yes sir We've now got Mr. Chris Devane. We pulled him from the seminars and making him miss some education. I apologize, but thank you for being here with us. Uh, no apologies necessary. My pleasure. Chris is at the Country Club of Lexington, or is it Lexington Country Club? Country Club of Lexington. That's what I thought, yeah. CCL. So, um, you're not a certified superintendent? I am not. What's going on? you just busy. <laughs> <laughs> we'll cut that part. Talk to us about Lexington. That was... If I'm not mistaken, is it an Ed Riccoboni golf course? It is an Ed Riccoboni uh, design golf course. What's your other, other than your place, what's your favorite Ed Riccoboni design? <laughs> I got you on that one. We just had to start this whole thing over. <laughs> Back in the day, I had the research. I knew there was like a handful of Riccobonis, but yeah. I've never played them. All right, so we are now here with Mr. Chris Devane. We have pulled him out of the seminar. One of my favorite people, Country Club of Lexington. Chris Devane, how are you? Doing well, Alan. How are you today? I'm good. I always have the pleasure of seeing you when I'm at your facility. You're always working, man. Well, there's uh, always a task to be done, it seems like, so never Y'all, shortage of jobs. Yeah, I know Jim Huntoon and Myrtle at Pauly's Island has a golf factory, but I'm going to put you guys as one of the biggest golf factories in the Midlands. Wouldn't you agree? Uh, my experience with the other ones is pretty limited, but uh, I, I know we do play a lot of golf at our country club. Let's, you can't get a tee time on the weekends, hardly, right? Uh, it's difficult unless you uh, wait till the fall uh, during football season and you pick a uh, an afternoon South Carolina football date. You can Wide get open, an afternoon yeah. tee time. But otherwise, it used to be two-wave shotguns, didn't it? Or no? Is that just holidays? I'm sorry? Y'all used to do like shotguns, two waves, a morning wave, an afternoon wave, or is that not – that's not on the weekends? No, we don't do that. Thank okay. goodness we don't do that. Y'all did, like 4th of July or something? I mean, I remember – Now, there we have a couple of outings that we have in tournaments. We'll do – we will do that, but uh, that's not our normal 
a way to operate, especially on the weekends. How about the Peach Festival? Were you privy to that prior to Lexington? I was not. Yeah. Peach Pro-Am. Yeah. Uh, I think it's the oldest running yeah. tournament in the state of South Carolina. The oldest running Pro-Am. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and it is uh, it has a special place at Country Club of Lexington. Yeah. And uh, we were talking about it the other day with Chris Miller. Yeah. My, you, you my man. Yeah. Yeah, we'll and, get there in a uh, second. We're we're planning for that, getting excited about that already. The, they're, they make peach daiquiris fresh. They mean grind up the peaches. These two ladies who have worked the bar forever since I've been in town in the 2000s. And uh, it is quite the event, and I enjoy it. I've always enjoyed playing in it. And you said the name Chris Miller. That's my old boss. I spent 10 years of my life in hotel rooms with that man <laughs> every weekend, it felt like. How you getting along good with Chris? Yeah, yeah. He's no. a great guy. He is a great guy. Uh, as you know, his role's recently changed a bit. But, yeah. Uh, now, so now he is our head golf professional at the Country Club of Lexington. And uh, he's pretty easy to work for. No, he's he should be easy yeah. to get along. He's not going to put you in – not on purpose put you in a bad position. No, he's going to he try is. and protect you. Now, if he says left, it might mean right. Or if he <laughs> says up, it might mean down. But uh, that's just Chris Miller, you know. And if you tell him three things, he's only going to remember the last one. The first two were gone, so that's correct. No, nah, he's a good guy, and y'all got you've got quite the staff of outside people for the golf shop. But when I think about your guys, I feel like I've seen the same guys for years. And you bring them, you let them play in the possum, and you kind of reward those guys, don't you? Well, we do. Uh, we we definitely have some longevity at the club. Thank goodness. Uh, two employees are currently over thirty years. They can't remember exactly how long they've been there. <laughs> Uh, and then the rest of the crew, uh, pretty much in the 10 to 12 year range. And I've got two guys that are recent with, within the last year. And your assistant, what's his name? Jared Baker. Yeah. How's Jared doing? Jared's great. Uh, Jared's been, he's one of the ones that's been there less than a year. Um, but Jared was an interesting story. He actually came to work with us, uh, part time on the weekends and, um, he has a background in golf. He used to be uh, in the golf business, got out of it for a while, and then uh, came in, just kind of wanted to uh, dip his toes back in the water, I guess, and just work some weekends. But that was it. Yeah. And um, How'd you trick him? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I figured after a year or so of working with me on weekends, and, and then he found out we had an opening on the, on the staff. Yeah. Uh, for an assistance position, and we were finally able to fund it. He just couldn't turn me down. So what do you he, mean, finally able to fund it? Y'all got money out the wazoo at Lexington. <laughs> the growth in that area, yeah, I mean, you got Wesley Bryan. I know he's not playing a lot of golf right now on tour or winning tournaments, but at one point there was a massive project discussed. And when I heard the scope of that project, I was like, poor Chris. <clears throat> well, there's there's some chatter about some uh, some projects down the road, and yeah. yes, we are uh, finally doing some projects. We got a small project coming up in about a month and a half that we're gonna. Can you say uh, what that is? I can say it's, what is it's it? not it's not secret. Uh, so, uh, if you've ever been to the Country Club Lexington, then you know behind the clubhouse we have a putting green there yeah. uh, that it's the membership rough. the membership really doesn't like to use it. Yeah. And uh, so we're going to take that area. We're going to uh, kind of blow it up, if you will, build a new putting green, move it closer to the back of the clubhouse, and in that same area build three new tee boxes. Uh, one would be the new back tee for number one, and then two wow. new tee boxes for number six. 
I love it. Yeah, so the, we're excited about that, and then that will start again around the 1st of May. The, the current shape of that putting green is, is rough. I mean, not rough as in conditions, but the slope. Yeah. You know, it's hard to practice putting over there. That That's the complaint yeah. uh, because it's it doesn't resemble anything on the golf course. And then probably um, a, right. third, a third of the putting green is usable to putt. All right, let's talk floods for a second. That's fun, isn't it? <laughs> you get your share of water down there from what body of water? Black Creek? No, it's a 12-mile creek runs through the property. And usually it happens when the SCGA tries to book something. <laughs> yeah. When, when y'all come to town, we're sure to get some water. It I, uh, might have been before your time. We had the state junior there one year, and I remember there was so much flooding, I literally couldn't paint certain lines around uh, 15 and 14 or, you know, yep. back in that area. Yeah, 15 That's, is the one – uh, where the creek has su- su- sustained some damage from the flood in 2015. Oh, really? Where we actually lost part of our irrigation system and a little bit of the, the fairway Ooh. on the T side of the creek over there. That set you back a little bit? Well, it didn't set me back because I had not gotten to come okay. to the election at that point. That was Swigert's problem at Mark, the time. Mark Swigert handled that one. But, That's good. That's good. Uh, what was the first car you drove? First car I drove was a I believe the year was a, is a 1978 Mazda GLC hatchback. Hatchback, okay. Yes. Let's Google that and put that up there on the <laughs> Google machine or Twitter machine when we figure it out. But uh, any words of advice you'd like to give before we let you go back to your seminars? <clears throat> not words of advice, but anything you want to say. Not words of advice. Um, lots of things, and I've heard a lot of the guys do the other podcast, and they get a lot of good information, a lot of good advice. Um, I would say – Stay connected to the folks in the industry. Um, reach out, meet them, get to know them, uh, and stay in touch with them. I, I probably have not done a very good job of that in my career, but uh, it, it's a huge help, and there's a lot of really neat, interesting folks out there. I will say, thank you for that. Chris is quite like a ninja. I was filming with the Bryan brothers one day, standing up behind Five Green. <laughs> And next thing I know, it's like tickling my ear. I think it was, and I was, it scared me. And he turned around, he's just sitting there smiling. And he was so quiet when you snuck up to me. But you always pop out of nowhere you're like a ninja. Well, it was a, it was a perfect scenario because yeah. your attention was diverted to the, the Bryan brothers and, right. and their entourage on the putting green. So I, I you, managed to sneak in behind you. You get a lot of that out there, don't you, with them recording? Yeah, they they record a fair amount. Um, it's been a while since they've been there recording, but. Uh, Yes, when Wesley was on his first medical rehab right. not that long ago, they were out there uh, doing oh, yeah. a lot more filming than and, than they have recently. And I, I don't know, maybe George's uh, career path has changed a little bit where he's not available. I don't know what the, the situation okay. is, but That's it's always a lot of fun to see those guys out there and, and yeah. some of the other uh, South Carolina golfers they bring with them. They have a good time. We enjoy having them out a lot. There's some good matches out there. Yes, and there's a lot of serious – serious trash talking that goes amongst those no, guys well your members you've got i mean we could you and i could sit here and talk about some of those members man there's a good good group out there yep they've some, uh, a lot of interesting characters that's what i'm saying there's some characters a lot of interesting characters and uh they've all been super good to me i, yeah. I can't say enough good things about them uh and my stay at, at country club elected we'll make sure they hear that yes thank you yeah. So this is Ryan McClannan, guest number four, board member, Ryan McClannan. Wow. And newly 
meant to director of golf? Okay, well, okay, yeah, we can say that. Okay. <clears throat> my, my role has changed within the club, uh, along with making the agronomic decisions. I have taken on some of the management in, in the company, and, and it's exciting. And it's, look, we give, can I just talk about that for a minute? Yeah. Because, you know, the board, the other board members, when I get excited and want to talk about it, they shut me down. Uh-oh. You know, so. I don't know. Quickly. Quickly. Well, yeah, Jimmy's shaking his head. What are we shutting you down over? <clears throat> Here goes Ryan talking about his new job again. Oh. But we get, look, we give them a lot of grief. We give them a lot of grief, and I say them, the other side of the industry. Being the front of the house guys. Yeah, the front house guys. Yeah. And, and, and we talk about folding shirts, and we talk about a lot of that rather unfairly because uh, – Are you folding shirts now? I am not. Okay. We, are, we, are, we don't have a heavy volume of merchandise in our shop. Right. Uh, I, am learning, I am learning how to gauge interest because I am learning that – what I like to wear doesn't interpret to what our golfer nope. likes to I, wear. I learned that too. It's not my <laughs> yeah. taste. They, people yeah. like other stuff. Uh, you know, but uh, yeah. you know, we give them a lot of grief. But they 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 have a lot of responsibility that we are unaware of too. Now the good thing is is every contact that I have made on that side of the industry and the front house side of the industry is is I'm not knocking anybody. But one of our speakers earlier today made a comment that uh, you know we mow the greens and cut the cups and stuff like that. And I was like, you know what? That's a good try. That's yeah. a good try. So the education, but the education, what I'm getting at has to go both ways because we see them in a certain light and they're just as vital as we are. Cause let's face it. Not everybody has what you see here, right? This, this suave, shall we say this uh, je ne sais quoi, if uh, you will, that's making the video there. The video uh, promo. <laughs> Give a little <laughs> wink to the camera, but, uh, no, it's education has to go in both ways. There's got to be a lot more cooperation. I was glad Jack was here today. Uh, I really like that. I wish, uh, you know, it was big. You know, Krieger spoke at their meeting last year, and Krieger, I was there, about brought the roof down when he spoke at For the Carolinas PGA. Jack and, Nance. Yes. Yeah. And uh, it's. The, the, I'm looking forward. I want to see more cooperation on, you know, on, on quote, unquote, both sides of the aisle. I think. All right. All right. Well, you are mending that one bridge at your facility, then, right? But I'm a I'm not the guy to build bridges. So yeah, you're. Building. I've been told. I've been. What was was okay. I'm going to quote Charles J. Connolly for just a second, and I've been told that I need to change brushes because I'm painting with broad strokes, and okay. I need to. I yeah. need to. Yeah. <laughs> so let me put it this way: I've never really heard any sage wisdom comes like sayings come out of Chuck's mouth. You know what, what do I mean? You know? What do you want to know? Other than being a Georgia fan, he's pretty smart. Oh, no, Chuck, smart. nothing wrong with Chuck. I'm just saying, you ever heard of There a lot is of something wrong with Chuck. He's a Georgia wisdoms. fan. Oh, but no. Anyway. Uh, still preaching? I am still preaching. I am still preaching. Love to talk to people about my viewpoints because they hear me talk and they go, well, you're not quiet. You're not meek. You're not low. And I, you know, there's a place for that. Yeah. You want to talk about my, okay, if, if this, it's, it's a podcast, people. Let's not get our drawers in a wad here. Right. Too many people believe something that they've never actually read for themselves, you know, because I've heard too many people say, the Bible says this. Well, how do you know that? Because my preacher said it. Well, did you read it? <laughs> so the, Ryan's saying read the Bible. Read the Bible. Yeah. It's not a bad piece read of advice. The Bible. And anytime you want to talk about it, I'm here. There you go. Board of director, social media, social media committee member. Social media. No, I'm no longer with social. Can I talk about that for a minute? Yeah. Am I allowed to talk about that, Mr. Huntoon? 
The producer's in the room. He's hiding over here. You can't see him. He's actually because we don't have the O light today. We don't know. Don't turn his mic on. Okay. Don't turn his mic on. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm talking. This is my time. We don't have the O light going today. So what we're right. using is Jimmy's head with the light coming through that shade right there. Okay, turn his mic on. <clears throat> no, he's no, waving he's you off now. Yeah, he's yeah. waving you off. You better be careful. That knuckle almost made the, the, the video. How far of a ride is it from here to home for you? Uh, it's about two hours from here. Okay. But, well, the social media thing, yeah. I, I have taken an active step back from social media. Yeah, that's uh, okay. I, uh, I, I have a pro- one of the things that I have a problem with in the social media scene is we're all about self-promoting. Yeah. You know, five years ago, the campaign was nobody promotes us, so we have to be self-promoters. And I think to an unhealthy extent, we've went too far with that in some cases. I being one of them. I being one no, of them. No, I get it. And I was told, you know, my, my Facebook account is still active. But, you know, I'll post a sunrise every now and then and, and put a nice Grateful Dead lyric up with it. But uh, I know You have a good assortment of music on your posts. I do. My, look. You my, never know. It might be Beastie Boys. Is, play, it might be Beastie Boys. might be Grateful Dead. Yeah. Might be Kendrick Lamar. Say, it could be hard. It could be soft. You might never be know. Bill Monroe. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. Good old bluegrass. Just saying. Well, Ryan, thank you. We're going to make you. You know what? It's. I, I, thank you, Alan. <laughs> no. Thank you for letting me in the room because I was not going to be allowed to ever grab this mic again. Not true. I was told you've been on pulling weeds too many times. You don't get to go back. And I look. I, Do you, you probably have appeared more than anybody else ever has. This is my. Technically, at least third. As an actual guest, this is my third appearance because I was on that year-end review. That okay, you did so that's when I ago. forgot. So this four because so, you well, were on the I was Casey unofficially Call. on Casey's podcast. Eh, you were on. I did pirate Casey's podcast because it was on that bench. As yeah, we've stated. the bench I'll take whenever you get rid of it. I want to. I, I won an award from Dr. Ben McGraw. I won a turfy yes, for that bench. Uh, turf Lego award. Yeah, I'm still waiting on my oh, T-shirt, Ben. We'll see if we can't help you out with that. Thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Alan. Yes, sir. I can't shake your hand. You're on the other side. Oh, no. Thanks, guys. That is Charles Conley (laughs) tapping the table. Thank you, Charles. Continuing on with our board episode, we've got Chuck Conley and Jim Huntoon, two for one. How are you, gentlemen? Doing well, Al. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Let's... We, we already aired this on a different episode, Chuck, but you definitely beat me in golf yesterday, and <laughs> I lost to you. You're the winner, so we'll put that in the air one more time. That's right. So how's the board weekend going for you guys, or the Monday, Tuesdays? I tell you what, you know, it's exciting to see uh, everybody get back together, you know, be at a great facility like we're at, and Brian Green put in, you know, great golf. Uh, the education today has been phenomenal uh really got some you know exciting topics that were talked about some things that we may even look at putting into our conferences show back there in november so so i think overall it's been a good good uh weekend and then you know our board meeting that we had yesterday morning went really well right now while we're recording this chuck is missing and jim you better have a talent strategy do you have a talent strategy I don't. Just your looks. Fake it till you, you just make live it. it on your looks. And <laughs> fake, you. it, fake it till you make it, brother. No, I, I tell you what, uh, I think we're pretty fortunate to have a guy like John Cunningham uh, up there. Been, uh, been in a lot of different places, and now he's uh, one of our board members, new general manager up there at Grandfather. But I think uh, John okay. and his wife both have uh, 
you know, pretty good talent uh, abilities to, to kind of find and locate employees and do some good things with them. So I, I kind of hate that I miss it, but, you know, it's all right. Yeah, yeah. Jim, how you doing? I'm doing well. When you, you're as beautiful as Charles is inside and out, you don't need much of a talent strategy. It no, just flows through right. you. I mean, people just flock to him for jobs probably. But So you all had board meetings. You had board golf, board meetings, tournament golf that you and I. Yep. Board dinners. Board dinners. Board fellowship. Board fellowship and then a full day of meetings. Yep. And the board fellowship is when Chuck really gives out sage advice. <laughs> Expand on that. <laughs> He's just more willing to share his true thoughts to get right to the bottom of things and you know it saves us time we don't have to beat around the bush about anything yeah. the only elephant in the room is going to be big fat guy that's spewing out his own sage advice and i guess that's me okay so. i don't know if you're talking about me or not no 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 i thought you was going going insulting so where are we going with this what are we going to talk about well this has been a good day of recording al as you know yes busy day busy day and yeah thought it would be good just to put together a episode with just the board of directors just the board of directors so everybody gets their moment in the sun and to say a few things and so that the listeners can get to know all the board members just a little bit better all right so let's do something different since we have two heavy chuck is currently employed at smithfield's country club jim is at the heritage club and so we have greenville and we have Pauly's island don't call it myrtle beast you'll get told that's correct al so what kind of greens does chuck have chuck has tiff eagle greens what kind of greens does jim have champion do you have champion i do good what height does chuck mow his approaches (laughs) not low enough Give me a figure. Give Actually, a... I've I've never toured Chuck's facility. I drove by it one time on my uh, one of my trips to Liberty. He wasn't there, so yeah. I as tempted as I was to just pull in and grab a cart and make my <laughs> own tour, I didn't. But Chuck's had the uh, I guess the pleasure of visiting me once in the summer. He came and yeah. just rode the course yeah. with me after a four inch rainstorm. It wasn't exactly real pretty out there, Al, Ooh. but. Chuck understands that. He knows the ins and outs sure. of golf course yeah. maintenance. And then he uh, came and played Heritage. So hopefully Sunday he's going to return the favor. I would love to see the two of you have a match oh. at Smithfields. <laughs> oh, yeah. And if we could get, you know, some of these members that I've heard about over the years out there on 18 as the match is coming down, that could be pretty exciting. All right, well, give, you skip the question. Give me a number. What's the height of his approach cut? I'm going to say Chuck's like a 500 type of guy on approaches. I'm a little scared that he says I was mowing too fast when he or uh, mowing too high when he was driving 55. He could tell I was already. Uh, yeah, in season, um, you know we're we're in the 500, 450 range. And then we, uh, you know, just like everybody else, we kind of raise it up in the wintertime, let it kind of handle, store up some carbohydrates, and be able to make it through the, the harsh winters that we're supposedly yeah. going to have. I hear you. Well, good. I'm, I we could do that. It could be a new game. You know, the match game or dating game. Like, how much do you know? What was the old the, the thing, the, the couples? Yeah. How well do you game. know your, your Newlywed spouse? game. Yeah, newlywed game. Yeah, yep. maybe you do that with assistants and the supers. That would know. be good. I wouldn't want to break anybody up. That would be bad news. So, Man. What's next on the agenda for you gentlemen? A ride home. Yeah, but after that, course-wise, what do you have going on? You uh, just getting ready for stuff to start growing? Stuff for the upstate was growing 
quite a bit. And then kind of this weekend as we were traveling up here, uh, we all kind of got temperatures down into the 20s. Upper teens, oh. low 20s, just for the night. And then, of course, the daytime temperatures got a good. So I think it probably maybe I haven't seen it, but yeah. maybe it checked it up a little bit and slowing it down because I know there's a lot of guys in the upstate that were either starting to mow fairways, just to, you know, not a daily or a weekly thing, but just right. to kind of clean it up because there was a lot of grass already starting to break dormancy. Man. Any tournaments you getting prepared for? I know Chuck has. Chuck has a lot of tournaments, I feel like, outings. You don't have a lot of outings, do you? You didn't let me answer the question about what we're going to do. Well, you said you're right home. What are you going to do? Looking towards fertilization now. Gotcha. Yep. Everything. Everything. Wall to wall. Yep. Yourself or you bring a truck in? I never use a truck. Why not? Uh, Is it not easier? No, it's not easier, and there's no one that can spread my golf course better than me, Al. Wow. So why would I bring somebody who doesn't know my place in when I can do it myself? I hear you. I hear you. I mean, I do remember one time being on the phone with Jim Huntoon and him telling me, hey, man, let me call you back. I just ran my own golf cart into a pot bunker. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> that is true. So, apparently, there's probably at least one guy that can do uh, it better. <laughs> yep. That's funny. That is funny. And Chuck was not giving me sage advice during that incident. <laughs> no. Like, Jim in the past has hosted the World Amateur and some CGA stuff and you have a ton of outings, correct, Chuck? We we do pretty good. Yeah. I mean, as far as it's small groups, we you know kind of have a, a small collection of senior groups that like to come through and play quite a bit. And then yeah, we have a junior tournament uh, that we host an, annually. The, CES, the SCGA's. Oh yeah, I forgot. To, yeah, yeah, you know, take care of that. And then we usually have a round or two with the orange jacket uh, that we're we're going to be doing. But, Another big junior tournament. Yeah. So. Um, let's talk rounds for research. I think we have to talk rounds for research real quick. Perfect. I don't know when this episode is actually going to air. Do you know, Jim? To be determined. Okay. So, either bid or donate. Just do that. Right, Chuck? Listen, I mean. You've been beating that drum for years, I know. And listen, I'm excited to see what Don and, and Daryl both doing. I think there's really uh, a lot of momentum. I think, you know, with golf in general, there's a lot of momentum. I think there's a lot of people that are that – you know, from a customer standpoint or membership standpoint that's looking for opportunities to play. So if we can get the inventory there, I think we can all have a successful year. It's just, you know, unfortunately for our members, I think we've been doing it for so long that it's just kind of become old hat and they're just maybe not as active as they need to be. Right. There's a lot of good golf courses in North and South Carolina that people need to experience i agree have the opportunity. great opportunity to go some places you couldn't yeah. go so what what do y'all want to plug before we get up there because kyle callahan's going to talk about the weight loss challenge i probably need to get in there for that you know what i'm saying <laughs> i think we all do al no nah. what we got to plug before we go first car you drove chuck i don't think we've ever asked you that uh, first car i drove um was an el camino you're lying <laughs> no that's awesome that's the was, best answer we've yeah, ever had i think it was an el camino it was actually a color it was a, a friend of mine's dad, and we, okay. were, we were just out in okay. the field. Now, that was the first car I drove. Now, yeah. the first car I owned uh, okay. was a uh, 76 Honda Civic hatchback. Didn't know they made Civics in the 70s. That would have been early. I mean, I'm on. sorry. Yeah. Civic, Accord. Right, but still, that's, a, that's early. Yeah, and we, I mean, dude, I mean, clutch, 
It was manual. I mean, it was unbelievable. <laughs> About once once a week, I had to fill up with brake fluid for you know hydraulic fluid, so the really? clutch work had to pump it. <laughs> and then when it when it finally gave out, I, you know, I much like a NASCAR driver, I would go from first to third to fifth because. <laughs> The low end of the tree wasn't working anymore. Wow, that's funny. That is funny. So yeah, that was that was my car. I think we already did. have we done your car ever, Jim? First car drove Toyota Camry '85. Color brown. Wow. Yep. Light or dark brown? Dark, dark brown. brown. Yeah. Brown interior. Tan interior. It was one of the early Toyotas that had the digital instrumentation too, Al. Which oh, that was big time back then. I was about to say yeah, yeah. But yeah. That's yeah, cool. I used to switch it to kilometers per hour and make people think we were going 100 miles an hour and we were going 60. <laughs> oh, that's fancy technology back then, too. Oh, yep. yeah. All right, so anything we want to plug before we go? We get the rest of these guys I tell you on what, here. Only thing that I would probably uh, plug, uh, just after hearing some conversations we've had this weekend, listen, if, you, uh, if you're passionate about this industry – you got to get involved. You've got yep. to stay current, uh, whether it's volunteering for board services or just on some committees. But the reality of it is uh, this association is one of the best, but you're only going to get out of it what you put into it. So I'd encourage everybody who wants to do something and be more active, give give any of us a call, and we'll definitely give you an opportunity to at yeah. least volunteer. Start on the local level, local yeah. chapters. So. yeah. That's some of the sage advice I'm talking about right there. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Thank you, gentlemen. All right, we are joined by my man, Mr. Daryl Ewing, uh, Carolina's GCSA board member. Lives in Indian Land, is that correct? Indian Land, South Carolina. What golf course? Carolina Lakes Golf Club. Yep. Beautiful golf course. It's in the middle of a retirement community, but you would never know it if you went out and played there. It's not a retirement golf course. No. No, it is not. <laughs> I played there as soon as it opened, and uh, it was tough. At least I remember it being tough. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's it's a challenge. So we've got Daryl on today to talk about rounds for research. Yep. Uh, I'm the co-chair this year with Don Garrett. Yep. And, uh, you know, when this is published, hopefully everybody's been reached out to because we've designated uh, – sheets to all of our directors and everybody to help us promote this thing that's right and start getting donations in um you know it's one of those things where if you don't really know what it's about yeah you wouldn't really even think about participating but it's so good it's it's unbelievably good right i mean easy you know yeah i mean you know you donate a round or two yeah you know whatever you guys you know whatever the clubs or or facilities can can muster up which covid Hurt us a little bit. It did. I knew clubs that weren't allowing guests, period. Yeah, yeah, guests, period. But, you know, there's also an option to do a cash donation. That's right. Yeah. So if you're and a we've club. And had, we've had clubs do that. Oh, yeah, a lot of clubs do that. Yeah. Um, you know, they're, you know, the exclusive clubs especially. Right. They want to participate. So we say, well, just, you know, whatever you think your foursome would be worth, right. go ahead and, and donate that just as a cash donation. Yeah, yeah. And I think last year we raised – I can't remember what the exact total was last year, but it was down because of, of COVID and all that. But, uh, you know, we just uh, presented, it was close to 40000 Yeah, I think I remember seeing it. Would, would that have been the check we saw yep. at GCSA yep. Conference and Trade Show? Yeah, um, for a couple projects that have uh, are going to get started. Yep. 
And over the years, I mean, some of the research that NC State and Clemson's done for us in is is really incredible, especially with this uh, Alterdorf, right. which is kind of still a new new challenge for you know superintendents in this area. It was forty nine thousand, right under fifty. But right. you're right, and that's part of the research goes. It stays here locally, and uh, for everybody, yep. each chapter gets it keep theirs locally. So we get to research what we need to know. Yeah, and that's important for you know superintendents if they're having problems out there, they need to make make the people aware at their universities right true and get on the radar yeah because this is a perfect opportunity to solve some problems send those soil samples in to dr <laughs> butler there you know? yeah and if you start seeing the same problem they be like hey you know doc true. how yeah. about how about we put this on a list for a for a research yeah there you project. go project i mean that's 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 how we figure problems out so and it's how you solve problems too yeah. so and it's uh you know this program even if you don't den- uh, donate yeah. and participate it still benefits you. Yes, everybody. In everybody. The and that's kind of our push this year is to make everybody understand, you know, that this isn't just giving away something. Right. You're getting a lot of return out of this. Yeah, yeah, totally. And and I hate to use the term beg and plead, and that's not what we're doing now, but I'm certainly encouraging you because it's easy. It's easy. It's, it benefits everybody. Yep, yeah. yep. And it's if it's something, you know, you haven't done in the in the past, but you want to do it, um, there's there's a – I do it on the website. The you, Rounds yes, for Research website. Yeah, yeah. It'll take you right to a link. You, yeah. you type on that, you hit on that link, and you can fill out the form electronically. And you can do all, if you have any restrictions on it, you can you can list everything out. That. I think and, you can even donate years in advance. Exactly. That's why yeah. I do it. You can donate for the next three years. Right. And you're done. And you're done. Yeah. You even don't if have you're to, not there anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you, can, you can keep helping. So. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know... So if we if you haven't heard from me or Don or one of the directors or one of the officers, you will. You will. Yeah. Um, and probably multiple times. <laughs> uh, just know that this is a great, great program. It's going to benefit everybody. Yeah. And I assure you, these guys aren't looking to make phone calls and, and ask you. No, but I, they're willing to do it. We're willing to do it because it's it's that it's that big of a program. And it's that important right. to yeah. our industry. Um, you know, as the years go forward. You're still going to have all these older Correct. projects that have been finished. Yeah. You can go back and in the archives and look for stuff and oh, yeah. read up on something that you know maybe you weren't having a problem with until five years from now. Right. Right. Well, wait a minute. They did a research project on that. Let, yeah. me, let me read the reports on that. And they pretty much get you dialed in and yeah, help you figure it out. Yeah. So. Exactly. Well, well, what you doing today? You, you enjoying the Southeast Regional Conference? Enjoying it. Just got started here. I'm I'm actually the first one in the uh, green room in here. Yes, so. you are. <laughs> we kind of stole you out here, Krieger. Are you going to talk about the event at your place? Because that'd be awesome. Okay, I can yeah. do that. Thank I you. can do that. And that was Mr. Krieger, by the way. Quick <laughs> yeah, drive that was, by. That, that was the executive director, Mr. Yeah. Krieger. So what you got going on? We had to cancel the winter meeting, of course. Yes. Down in Charleston area. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Um. Daniel Island. Yeah. Or is it Dan? No, Dan. Dawta. 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 Yeah. Um, so we had the, and that's the assistance championship, <clears throat> which, you know, the winner of that event on the assistance side, he plays on the Verilina. Right. Right. He represents us deal. in the Verilina. It's a big deal. Yeah. So we had to cancel that because of the whole Omicron yes. scare. Yes. Back in January. Um, but we did the education virtual. Yep. But we said we need to reschedule this golf because we need to make it happen for to declare a winner. Basically, absolutely, yeah. So uh, we had uh, 
a Zoom meeting and everybody's kind of like, well, let's have it centrally located. And of course, I'm in the Char- I'm the yeah. only director in the Charlotte area. <laughs> so everybody kind of looked at me on the Zoom camera like, right. And I was like, well, let me let me look into some dates and if we figure it out. So we made it. And you we're going to make it happen. Good. Um, so May 2nd is going to be the assistance championship. 10-4. Just going to be golf. Yep. Um, you know, it's still going to be the same format, two-man best ball. Uh, we we would love if you could bring an assistant. Yes. Because um, that's what this is about, is right. the assistant championship. Yep. Because um, they played their own ball out. Yeah. And if they want to be, be eligible for the championship, championship Champion, they've yeah. got to play their own ball out. Yeah. Yeah, but we're gonna we're gonna make that happen May May second at my place. So good luck, good gentlemen. Uh, yeah, uh, between Daryl's place and Camden, I don't know if I'd sign up. Just kidding. But hey, you can go grind it out and get your championship. Yeah, um, I'm Cup. looking forward to it. It's been it's been a few years since I've had uh, an event at my place, even a North South event. It's been a few years. So. Yeah, I'm gonna slip up there and watch a little bit. Yeah, come yeah. on up, take some pictures. Well, thank you, my man. Uh, I think we have to ask. Well, I got you real quick. What was the first car you drove? First car I drove was a Plymouth Colt. Beautiful. What color? Light blue. Light blue. I used to deliver pizzas in that thing. Did you have tape deck, eight track? Uh, just a tape deck. Yeah. Um, no you, other bells and whistles. Wait, it was a five speed. Five. What pizzas did you deliver? Uh, I used to deliver pizzas for Domino's. Okay. In Syracuse, New York. Wow. How was that? Traffic was different. Well, it was different back then, and and. I mean, delivering to a college. That was campus. the thirty minutes or less time frame too. Oh, yeah. Well, I was just after the they had to get rid of that guarantee right. because okay. they had all those issues. Right. That's okay. Yeah. So yeah. I got I started working for them right after that happened. But I mean, back then there was no debit cards. Everything was cash. Right. Ooh. And everything was in the store was handwritten orders. <laughs> I mean, it was like archaic when you think about it. And oh, we're, that's funny. You know, you know we're when we're only talking, you know, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen. 18 years ago. Right. Oh, I know. That's I mean, crazy, crazy. Man. <laughs> there was no social media back then. No. No podcast back no. then. But Daryl, thank you. I'm going to let you get back to the meeting. We're going to ask you one more time. Donate for Rounds for Research. Yeah, donate Rounds for Research. Um, be looking for our phone calls, our emails. And if you want to just go uh, online and look for yourself, just uh, type in roundsforresearch.com. It should take you to the uh, Nationals website. Yep. Donate through the EIFG, yep. I believe. Yep. Thank you, Daryl. Thank you, Alan. Yes, sir. We just pulled Mr. Daniel Knight in the room with me. Uh, actually, we're on a break, so I'm ruining your break. I won't keep you forever. That's all right. Grandfather Resort. Grandover. Grandover. I'm sorry. Yeah, quick glance. Grandover Resort. Scoot up a little bit closer to that mic, if you don't mind. Uh, where'd you grow up? Uh, just outside Greensboro, North Carolina. That's right. Oh, and, and where'd you go to turf school? Uh, Guilford Technical okay. in, in Greensboro. Yes, yeah, nice. Yes, and have you, have you stayed in Greensboro? Pretty much for the most part, except I did go to East Carolina University. Did you? Uh, I have a, a psychology pirate? degree from there, and then really? went back to Guilford Tech and got a how's the, degree. How does a psychology degree help with your – It you helps know. more with management, I think. Correct. But not really in the turf world. Other, but management you know, is one of the toughest things we do. I agree. You, I mean, managing, managing your people. staff, mm-hmm. does it help? maybe give you a little insight as well, but – it helps. My wife helps me more. She she actually uses her psychology degree. Oh, so. she okay. <laughs> so gotcha. she helps me more than uh, anybody else. That's awesome. In that, that aspect. You're newly minted minted board member, correct? Yep. Fairly, fairly new. Oh yeah, November. Okay, yeah, so, so, yeah, so yeah, just, just a few months in. Um, how's that going so far? It's going great. Uh, enjoying the company of everybody. Uh, you know, learning some new faces and names and yeah, 
and getting to know these guys a lot better. Of course, you know who they are, but you don't really know, you know, know, know Correct. these people. Yeah. You know, yeah. you see them on social media, you might speak with them a couple minutes here and there. So it's been nice. You definitely get to know them now. Spending some time, you're having plenty of meetings and that's right. More than you probably care, but, uh, I'm going to put you on the spot real quick. Rounds for research. Yes, sir. That's something big we're promoting. Absolutely. How uh, Grandover participate. Two, two foursomes Thank are you. being donated. Yes, awesome. sir. Awesome. That's our plug again. I'm plugging everybody. That's that, yeah. that's that's what we needed. Rounds Absolutely. for research. So, um, you a golfer yourself? You play? I, sometimes I look like I know what I'm doing. I hear, what's your <laughs> handicap? Uh, I don't play enough to okay. have one. Okay. Is basically the, my honest answer. But what do you do for fun then? uh honestly my biggest thing right now i got three kids three boys uh, yeah, so yeah. uh they keep me busy uh oldest ones in baseball uh, yeah we're, we're heavy in that right now uh the middle one is a soccer player basketball player and he started swimming this year Man. so got a new activity there <laughs> and the littlest one he's not into much right now except you know blocks i hear so you we're, how's the littlest one three nice yeah boy you got on your toes all my toes all yeah. the time um we're going to do our, our standard question. What's the first car you drove? A 1985 Chevy Cavalier. Ooh, what color? <laughs> Carolina blue. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes, really? sir. Man, that's fancy there. <laughs> it was nice. Yeah. Who, good on, it was good on gas. <laughs> I bet it was. I bet it was. Uh, probably hated to see that one go. Uh, no, uh, it could go on down the road. It I, was hear fine. I hear you. I hear you. Who'd you play golf with yesterday? I played with Carson, and I'm going to – Mess up. I can't remember his last name. Okay. I'm sorry. I kind of a last minute fill in. Uh, he's but he's from Penn State. Had a great time with oh, him. Oh yeah. He's yeah. one of the speakers here this afternoon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so looking forward to that. I hear you. That was a good golf course. Tough golf course. Great golf course. Uh, yeah. You I, saw, on, I saw a lot of it yesterday. If you get <laughs> more a, than I wanted. You get on the wrong spot on the greens, you're gonna good yeah, luck too. It was tough, but they were they were pure. I love. They were. Them. I know. It was fun. So you and I had dinner last night. Yes, sir. You were unfortunately witness to the. NASCAR conversation between Kyle Trainum and myself, and we can okay. go on for hours. But funny thing is, my name is Daniel Knight, and you're Daniel Knight. You know, and uh, we, there was one other thing that struck me what we had in common. Was it teachers, math school teachers? Oh yeah, my our parent, our moms yeah. are both math teachers. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah, so we kept getting eerie. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> That's right. We'd just stop right there. We're a parallel we, universe in right. here. Yeah. Uh, do you play guitar? I tried. Uh-oh. No, okay. but no, I do not. Just making sure we're not related, because <laughs> to my knowledge, we're not related. But, uh, Daniel, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for your good luck, for your time on the board. Thank you for serving. I don't want to keep your whole break here. So. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you, my man. We've got Don Garrett with us today. Mr. Garrett, how are you? I'm doing good. Don is another CGCS, man. I've been... Asking everybody today who have, who's a certified superintendent, did you enjoy that process? I did very much. What made you want to do it? I just thought, you know, I, I, I just wanted to – I mean, I enjoyed this profession. I just wanted to do everything I could to, to be my best. Right, right. And there are a lot of good superintendents out there that aren't certified. Yep. Being certified doesn't make me any better than anybody else. But I remember something in the way that GCSA used to promote it was that if we want GCSA to go out and promote superintendents, you got to have some measurable things. And it's hard to measure whether this superintendent has better agronomic knowledge than this superintendent or whatever the parameters might be. But GCSA said that 
they can market certified superintendents because all of them have had to meet an educational requirement. They've all had to have their course attested by two other certified superintendents, and you have to pass an eight-hour exam. At least that's the way it was when I came through. Yeah. So the GCSA can go out and say, every certified superintendent meets these criteria, and they can go out and market that. So I, I felt like that was it was important from that standpoint, and it was just something that I I, I wanted to do. And you know the the three superintendents that I worked for coming up, none of them were certified. Now they were excellent, excellent superintendents, but I just thought it might be something that might set me apart, and it was a good process just to go through and learn some things that I wasn't very knowledgeable in. Like rules of golf was a whole section. And I had not played a lot of golf. And I said, well, that would be something good to know. So I really studied the rules of golf. So before we wrap that up, do you enjoy the five-year renewal process? Oh, definitely. Okay. I mean, it's not something you dread. No, because it keeps you active. Right. It, it keeps you going to things like this because you need the points. And it, it keeps you up to date. And, and I really like it. And honestly, I don't know that it's um, stringent enough. I hear you. I, I, I mean, there's a lot of opportunities to to get points and a lot of different things you can do. So um, if you're, you know, somewhere where you can't get to meetings, there's, there's other opportunities. And now with digital and webinars online and all that, it's, it's not hard at all. All right. I'm going to switch gears here for a second to an article I found on Twitter last week and started perusing it. So I've marked – a lot of golf courses in my lifetime around the state of South Carolina. Have you? Okay. And I'm very particular about marking the way courses are marked. That's, you are basically setting the, the, the way it's played. You know, a bad line, a bad stake here and there uh, can change things. So found this article on Twitter out of the blue, and it said why the golf course superintendent should – 15 reasons why the golf course superintendent should mark the golf course. And I said this – I can't wait to read this and – say why this whoever this is is wrong on so many reasons because i don't think and and the, we get in there i'm reading it okay nothing wrong nothing wrong and then there was a line that kind of caught my attention that said that the rules of golf gives you a little wiggle room and i was ready to pounce and say whoever this is is wrong and it said <laughs> that the <clears throat> stakes either are identified if there's no line present then stakes are the line but mm-hmm. if there's a line present on the ground the stakes are really just visual identifiers and I was like, well, he got that right. And then there was a picture inserted, and it was of your golf course. And I immediately scrolled to the bottom of the article, skipped the rest of the points, and it was written by you. So kudos. It was a good article. Well, thank you. That, and that goes back to my certification. That's when I got interested in marking the golf course because that was a, a, a part of it, obviously the rules of golf. And um, there was a book that they recommended that was the – through the USJ and Tom Watson on, on the rules of golf. And, and so that's where I got interested in, in marking the course. And you, it wasn't all <laughs> rules related. I mean, you see things you don't see when mm-hmm. you're, when you're marking. Oh, no, definitely. That's, that's part of it. That yeah. How it can help do your job by marking the golf course and showing you things that you need to be aware of and, you know, exercise yeah. and, and yeah. all that, that, that I get out of it. And again, back to certification, by writing that article, I got some, some points for that. I, I didn't do it for that. Right. I did it because I just 
wanted to get out of my comfort zone a little bit and just said, I'm, I'm going to write something. And that was something I've been thinking about doing for a while. Yeah, I didn't think you were, I didn't think you were a writer, not I'm like not. a contributor like Matthew Wharton and some of these other people who contribute frequently. And so I was happy to see it was golf course magazine, correct? Golf course management, golf course management. So, uh, go check that article out. It was well-written. I was ready to pick it apart. And then it, it was nothing to pick apart. And when it was yours, I definitely won't go pick it apart, but no. Yeah. It, it's, it stood up on its own, so kudos. Well, thank you. And thank uh, you. right now we're at NC State, Southeastern Regional Conference. Not your enemy, but, you know, last time we had one, I was at, we were at your place. Mm-hmm. And I know it rotates, so how's it been being here? What do you think? Oh, it's, it's, it's been neat because this facility is similar to ours, a yeah. university golf course with a hotel and conference center space. And so it's really been neat for me to see it and, and compare because I've never been here before and learned a number of things on the golf course. Uh, we're getting ready to build a new pro shop as part of a large building that's going on our site and wanted to look at, at, at this building, and, and it was neat. I've been taking a number of pictures to take back. We've right. got a meeting when I get back on Monday about this building, and, and they're, actually their food and beverage area here in the hotel is very similar to the sketches I've seen of what they're talking about for hours. Oh, nice. And uh, so, they're not tearing down the whole Madron Center. It's just no, the not pro the Madron shop. Center. Pro shop, yeah. pool, tennis, maybe moving the 18th green. I, I don't, I don't know. But how is that? Is that something you would want to do or no? Um, there's one big concern I have, yeah. and that's my right where they're building this building. My main irrigation line and my transfer line to get water out of the lake into our irrigation pond go through there. Right, and I've just told them. You cannot do that during a hot month. <laughs> right. It, it's got to be done during a, a cool month when we could maybe be without irrigation. And right. I don't know that they get that, but it's not from a lack of me telling them that that's you. important. So. And, Don, let's, before we let you go, I want you to tell everybody about do – we, do we already talk about your dairy bars, your dairy building and when we were in San Diego? Did we get that far? I don't, I don't know if we did, uh, but, but yeah, our, our maintenance building is, is the old dairy barn. It's over 100 years old, and in fact, uh, they built a new dairy in 1970 and left it and used it for storage for about 25 years. And, uh, and then when the golf course was built in 95, they said, oh, it would be great for a golf maintenance building. And so I joke that we're in a, a building that was deemed unfit for dairy cattle 50 years ago, but it's great for a golf mates building, and it, and it is a good building. We've got a lot of space. Some of it's kind of hard to get in and out of. That's something I would say. There's some concrete feeding troughs, and one where you put equipment. There are, and I'm trying to figure out how to, how to break those out and give us a little more room because right. we, we, we've had a room. When I got there, we had plenty of room, and we've it's been nice. We've accumulated some additional pieces of equipment and things, so – we need a little more room. What was the first car you drove? First car I drove was a 1969 uh, F100 Ford pickup. Nice. That that a man, and I got that in like 78. Okay. And a man had drove it around my hometown a six mile, and uh, it was three on the tree. <laughs> and uh, they joked that the second gear was fine because he always went from first to third <laughs> and never drove it out of Pickens County and never went over 35 miles an hour. So uh, you don't still have it to say today. I, I do not okay. have that. I do not have my dad sold it. You sound angry about that. Yeah. He sold it and gave me this crappy 1967 Pontiac Catalina. Oh, and, uh, Catalina. Yeah. That's another story. Uh, before I let, before I, we do let you go, I think it's an awesome story. Your brother 
You work with your brother. Mm-hmm. He is your mechanic. He is. Your equipment manager, I think we should say. That's correct. Yeah. Good for you. Kudos. Yeah. What's his name? Bobby. Bobby. I He's 13 Bobby. years younger than me, and he was working at the Walker course when I came okay. to the Walker course. He was already there. <clears throat> Good. I didn't so, know that. Yeah. Uh, you didn't recruit him then? I did not recruit him. What did he? Was there any second thoughts when he's like, I don't know, Don, if me and you can work together? Mm, if there was, he didn't say it. He might okay. have thought it, but uh, yeah, I hear. You. And you yeah. can keep the brother stuff away and and just be. Well, yeah, you know, we've never been that close because you know he was. I was thirteen years old when he right. came along, and so I was getting into high school and 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 right off doing you know my things and then off to college and then off to work so it wasn't like we were real close growing up and we have different interests and things so well it's still a cool story oh it is oh oh yeah and and uh it's uh he he does he does a great job he does a great job he's really uh really good and he's a great fabricator builds stuff i say hey we need this figure it out and he'll go do it that's awesome well don thank you very much my man all right thanks for having me yes sir so we just now have jeremy boone join us again jeremy boone how are you doing great jeremy boone cgcs let's say how long have you been a certified superintendent about 22 years man and you still keep up with certification every five years Yes, sir. Do you enjoy that? Mostly. No, it's not a. You I mean it's not too tough for you? You're not. You'd be like, oh, I got to do that again. No, no, okay. it's not too bad. I hear you. I hear you. So, how's your southeastern regional conference going so far? It's going great so far. Learning things. Learning a few things. Yes. Just got to hear Mr. Cunningham talk about talent strategy. That was very interesting. Good. Good. Uh, how was the golf yesterday? Golf was good, except for a couple double bogeys and a couple of bogeys. Those happen. I had a handful of those myself, probably more than I wanted to. But So what's been going on since we just had you on the show a few months ago, didn't we? You, late last fall? Yeah. yeah it was, last uh, five, five months or so. It was last fall, so uh, we've been doing tree work and enjoying the winter. Yeah, I always love your pictures. You do some good My Carolina's Mornings pictures. Thank you. It's all about the angle. It is. You have a little photography. Are you a photography guy? Uh, no, actually, okay. my wife is. Oh, really? But you take those pictures, not her. No, no, she doesn't take those. Okay. And your son, how's your son doing? Uh, he's doing great. Good, doing great. Good stick. Had his first tournament, and he had a couple of big numbers, or yeah. he would have finished high in that event. All right. Living and learning, man. Mm-hmm. First college tournament. First of the spring. Gotcha. They've got another one coming up next week. I'm sure he's ready for it, right? He is. He just got through with spring break. Where did he go? He went to Myrtle Beach. Okay. He actually uh, went down with some of his golf team members and uh, shout out to Mr. Huntoon. They got, got him, him on set up and uh, went down and played. Boys golf trip. Yes. Nothing wrong with that. Maybe we need to do one. Soon. Yeah. No. Uh, so what's going on at the golf course? What you what you getting ready for? Still, are you still are you done with the flood? Just growing back in from the flood. We've okay. actually got some um, paving we're going to be doing now that the asphalt plants are reopening in gotcha. the mountains. Yeah, that's delayed you a little bit, huh? Yes. Yeah. So growing season coming up. You already started. You have you started mowing yet or no? We we have started mowing and uh, 
we're a little a little lighter than down here, so we're putting right. uh, pre-emerge down today. Okay. Not you necessarily. No. No. But uh, how long does it take you to get to Raleigh from your golf course? About four hours. Yeah, that's not an easy drive. It's easier than it was in 1992. Yeah, I bet. It, I bet so. I There's, bet so. Uh, I think we, actually we can do it in about 3:45, and it was a little over four. Oh, that's right. You, last night you told me the story about you sleeping. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, I won't mention the gentleman that got me home in about three hours and <laughs> broke the speed limit, Adam. <clears throat> we'll just leave that there. How about that? So, any words of advice you want to give our listeners before we get going? You gotta have. I know you always have a wisdom, a nugget of oh, wisdom. Oh man, uh, put me on the spot. I know. Uh, depending on when this drops, yeah. get your rounds for research donation in. Love that. Uh, that is uh, is very important and where everyone can help. And it's like Tim brought up in the meeting, it doesn't matter whether you're a, a $20 golf course or a $2,000 golf course, every donation counts. We're going to leave it right there. Thank you, Jeremy. Thank you. Hey there, Jim Huntoon here, filling in for Alan Knight. He had to go take a break, and I have one of my favorite people that I've met since being on the board, Mr. Peter Gurdon, Grandfather Mountain Golf and Country Club. How you doing, Pete? I'm doing real, real well. But just make sure that, you know, we're not Grandfather Mountain, we're Grandfather Golf and Country Club. We just use the mountain for aesthetics. I appreciate you correcting me. <laughs> yes. I messed that up, didn't I? You did, yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's what I like about this guy. He keeps us straight. He keeps us all straight on the board. He's really good at that. Well, my members don't like being called Grandfather Mountain. They like being called Grandfather. Right. So. They're, they're not a state park, are they? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, Pete, um, you're the chairman of the conference and show committee, and we recently had a meeting, our first planning meeting, and we're excited about uh, what's forthcoming in November. Yeah, we're really excited about that. I think that, um, you know, mostly our meeting was based off of um, talking with some of the um, university professors that are involved in turf grass and what kind of classes and education that we are going to afford to our memberships and see what they think. But, um, yeah, we're real excited about it. And um, obviously, from some surveys that we've done, education is very high on all of our members' minds and what they're interested in. Yeah, it's important, and um, I think we're developing a good plan and going to offer some some old staples, but some new things this year too. Yeah, we're definitely looking at that, and you know, we're hoping that um, you know where we can um, get more of the players that play in the um, golf tournament on Monday where we can, you know, hopefully swap some classes around that um, are some of our perennial classes that we do and give them an opportunity to take those classes on Tuesday when they're not playing in a golf tournament. And we'll just see how that works out and what we can do. Yeah, the, for the meeting, you were over in Liberty and uh, you made the trip down from the mountains. and. Um, Tell them, just tell everybody what a wonderful job um, our staff does over there in Liberty. Well, I mean, Tim and obviously Angie, who is um, very involved in the um, conference and show part of it, but Kim and Melissa, you know, it's the whole staff there is just awesome, and they do a great job for us. And 
kind of as a board member and in the Carolinas, they make our lives a lot easier. Yes, they do. Yes, they do. They're, they're a talented bunch over there and glad to have them and thankful that we do have them for sure. Absolutely. So, Pete, you've been on the board now for four or five years? Oh, I, I don't know if I can remember that far back, Jim, but um, let me think. It's um, at least three years now. Yep. Recently moved up to secretary-treasurer on the executive board, so making your way towards the presidency. Yeah, that's kind of um, interesting if I live that long. Um, we'll see. But, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And, you know, um, the great leadership that we've had in the past with, you know, um, Matthew and with the job that Billy's doing now and stuff, it's, it's you know, pay attention to what they're saying and what our membership is interested in and just learn from them and hopefully don't make any mistakes. I think most of those will be made by uh, Chuck when he's in there before you. <laughs> no comment. <laughs> <laughs> well, switching gears real quick, you recently had something pretty exciting happen in your personal life. Well, it, you know, it was something that I didn't really expect to happen, but I am a grandfather now, and little Lane is awesome, and the mom and dad are doing great, and so we're excited about it. Yeah, that's very cool. Yep, congratulations on that. Well, and, thank you. And how's everything going up at Grandfather? Well, we've been on a, a what we call a, a three-phase pro program going, and, um, you know, we're doing a lot of drainage work. Um, we've actually modified um, two or three holes on the golf course to um, work with our architect, Bobby Weed, and, you know, try to, you know, just like everybody else is doing, is obviously the game has proceeded quite a long way from where it was 30, 40 years ago, and the players are stronger, the ball's better, the clubs are better, and we have to, you know, continue to make the game challenging to the player, but also you know, make it um, entertaining and fun for the new beginners and for ladies. And all of those things are very important. When was Grandfather built? Well, it was built like in, I think it started construction in like 66 and 67. Um, in 68 it opened, so we just recently in 2018 um, had our 50-year anniversary, which was a lot of fun to go through. Yeah, I've always heard it's one of Ellis Maple's finest courses that he ever designed. Well, I think that, um, you know, with the, the layout and the, the way that we kind of run in the valley there, if you want to call it a valley at, you know, 38 to 4,200 feet, um, but, the, you know, the golf course is very accessible to the way that the game is evolving now where a lot of people like to walk and play and, and get the exercise and our golf course is very walkable. Speaking of exercise, have you ever made it to the top of Grandfather Mountain? Yes. That's, that's no easy task, is it? <laughs> it's, um, you know, a beautiful view from up there. You can see a long way. Yes, you and can. You can get, I know from the swing bridge there, you can get a great view of the golf course from up there. Well, you can see our, our big lake, and you can see um, several of the golf holes from up there. Very good. What, uh, what's your favorite thing about being on the board, Pete? 
I think for me, it's just like um, you and I, Jim, is, you know, the, the new friendships and acquaintances that I've made and the camaraderie that we all have, and, you know, with um, the times that we all get together, and I've really enjoyed that. I agree. It's one of the one of the rewarding things about it, for sure. There's a lot of rewarding things, but it's right at the top for me, too, so... Well, it is, and, and it's it's great fun to, you know, be a part of serving our membership, and I think it gives you an opportunity where you get to meet more of our membership, you know, one-to-one and -one settings like that, which is um, fun for me. Absolutely. Well, before we get you out of here, is there anything else that you'd like to tell the people, the listeners, the, the members, the sponsors, the partners out there? Well, I think that, you know, a big part of who we are and what we are is, is all of the great sponsors and partners that we have that, you know, make us look good. And, you know, we certainly appreciate all of them and everything that we do. And, you know, as a, a board member and hopefully a, a future president of our association, I, I look forward to, you know, whatever I can do to help our members and to, you know, promote the game of golf. Well, thank you for your service. Thank you for coming on and looking forward to serving with you. And maybe I'll even still be there with you when, uh, when you are president. Well, I look forward to that, Jim, always. Thanks, Pete. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to Pullin' Weeds, brought to you by Simplot. Please follow us on Twitter at Pullin' underscore Weeds Podcast. Keep up with all your association news and events at carolinasgcsa.org.